Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fire Escape. Hey, y'all. Roll. Roll. <laughs> what's that i hear a i hear a bustling in the background is that des moines it's des moines london des moines london huh? mm. yeah in the state of london which is obviously the 51st state of the united states of america true some would some would say or perhaps will be people on the left over here would say that it will be given the necessity for the uk to have a solid trade deal with the united states Mm. <laughs> after the oh, brexit oh how the mighty have fallen you know <laughs> yes indeed yes Co- indeed coming and licking the boot heels you know oh oh please oh please let us take your chlorinated chicken <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot Amen. of talk about chlorinated chicken in fact chlorinated chicken seems to have become the symbol of what a trade deal with america might look like well i i don't is does our chicken have chlorine in it Apparently so. Oh, well. All right. I mean, I've never when I was in Des Moines, Nashville, you know, I can't say when I was on the when I was on the hot chicken uh, tip, I was like, dang, this really tasted chlorine. But maybe that's what all the spices are for to, you know, cover up the chlorine taste. I, I just have never been like, oh man, there's chlorine in this chicken, I can tell. Yeah. It tastes like yeah. a pool. I've been uh, but I would have seen thing is for me what I find peculiar about it is that I get what the psychology Psychologists would call cognitive dissonance when I encounter the idea of chlorinated chicken. And the dissonance is to do with the fact that I, if I think of chlorine, I tend to think of swimming in like municipal swimming pools. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like that Same. weird sort of, you're like jumping in the swimming pool and, then, and you get a bit of the water gets in your mouth and there's that slightly chemically vibe mm-hmm. in the background. You know, that's what I think of chlorine. The so, eyes, et yeah. So as soon as I hear the phrase chlorinated chicken, suddenly I'm like, I'm eating a chicken wing when I'm in a swimming pool. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Chicken wing in a swimming pool. That just sounds hey, like you know? summertime to me. Uh, yeah, like, first of sounds all, like eating a idea. chicken wing in a swimming pool is, like, not something that is... Uh, that feels like something that happens literally all the time yeah. in, like, uh, the panhandle of Florida or yeah. all of Florida. Yeah, 100%. So I think what I'm saying or is... Or hot tubs British- in I- northern New York. Yep. But because because of Britishers here in uh, Des Moines, London, um, obviously aren't swimming outside in swimming pools all that regularly. There's a couple of them here, of course. They're called Lidos. Um, but the idea of having a, a chicken wing whilst in the pool is a pretty alien concept. So I think that's why there's all these headlines about chlorinated chicken, because there's a certain amount of culture shock at the idea that maybe we might have to start eating deep fried hot chicken whilst we go to our municipal swimming pools inside you know, yeah, in the so depths of, say, the, a British uh, winter. So that That's a very like weird the, idea. Uh, you know, the, the air chlorine mixing in with the chicken. That way, that yeah. per- that prepares you. So next time you get some Nando's, oh, yeah. take it into a heated indoor pool. Mm-hmm. Get that yeah. chlorine air in go your to body. A Euro, go to a Eurostar and hit the indoor pool. Yeah, that, w- that will help you uh, 
acclimated chlor- to uh, little, our chlorinated chicken. A little cheeky chlorine Nando's. Cheeky cheeky. Uh, cheeky cheeky. Yeah, cheeky. so I mean, it's interesting actually how that's become the sort of symbol. I'm sure there's lots of other things. You know, like if I haven't given my time that I spend in uh, Des Moines across in various places across the States, you know, I'd be more concerned about sugary bread, for example. Mm. Yep. Or or that weird shit that you get in hotels in America, whipped whipped butter. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Any, the butter that's in like just little packets kind of freaks yeah. me out a little oh, bit. Yes. But I still eat it. Oh sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I eat it, but I'm always like, what is this? It's whipped you butter, know? man. Yeah, well, man. I mean, I'd be a lot more. Maybe that would make a better headline. Do you know what I mean? But it'd probably make it more tempting. That's probably why they're focusing on the chlorinated chicken because whipped butter sounds a bit sexy. So when I see whipped butter, I'm like, oh, that's at least it says whipped butter. The thing that bothers <laughs> me is when I see like buttery spread. Yeah, I'm like mm, that's not butter, <laughs> is it? No, no, that's no, margarine. that's plastic. But butter flavored spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like mm, I don't know about that. I'm not. Che- I'm not too sure about that. Butter-like cheese, material. Cheese-flavored dairy product. Yeah. No. Um, Speaking of yeah. American food, apparently Chipotle was fined $1.3 million over child labor law violations in Massachusetts. Yo! What? Oh! Uh, I'm trying to figure out who was... Uh, oh, oh, my word. They found an estimated 13,000-plus violations at Chipotle. How many... Wait, the kids working at Chipotle's? Yeah. Wow. Is it all in Massachusetts? What's going on in Massachusetts, man? I don't know. The kids got to oh, get no. a job. These are 13,000 child labor violations and other state wage law violations, but I imagine most of it is uh I imagine most of it is uh let's see, kitty labor kitty labor oh they're not like okay so what it is it, it isn't like oh they have like children it's you know when you can get your you can get a job at like 14 or whatever yeah. it, but you can't work past certain times so they had uh, uh, employees under the age of 18 working past midnight and for more than 48 hours a week so like you can't work yeah. full time you can't work past a certain time at yep. night if you're under mm. uh if you're a minor can't chipotle well, yeah I mean, but you let me just say this though: like, if there's any dudes in Massachusetts who look like you dudes when you were teenagers, it's probably fair to say they probably could have passed for oh sure older oh, yeah. older than the uh, the working age. Oh yeah, S- six five bearded thirteen year old. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know what's really strange? I you know I work at at Lego, and Lego doesn't hire anybody who is under eighteen. Really, they don't. We don't hire minors, which is strange because it's like we close really early, and it's a toy store. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know. But you can. So it's like I guess it's just strange to me that like you trust a fifteen-year-old more to like maybe what they're maybe the Danes are just saying we don't trust fifteen-year-olds at all. Yeah, we just don't, and that's a really good call. Yeah, it is. That's an I excellent don't. call to make. Like I but get they- like the the argument for like oh. You know, we should. You know, it'll teach these teenagers the value of the dollar. But I'm thinking, if I own a business, I wouldn't hire. I wouldn't hire a 16 year old ever to save my life. Be like, no, you're an idiot. I was an idiot when I was your age. You don't get to work for me. All your friends are going to get whatever you do for free. Exactly. Like, no, No. absolutely not. I don't care how many like parents are out there being like, but my son needs to learn how to how to be you know an adult. Like, 
they can you you can teach them that yourself, man. Yep. I'm not going to do that. Pay them five bucks to mow the lawn. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> I, I I refuse. If I but I guess I, if you're working for Lego, there's probably quite important. Like, you know, psychologists like to talk a lot about one's inner child. I imagine that you probably need to be quite in contact with your inner child, even if your outer child is no longer present. I'm I'm ve- I'm in very much in contact with my inner child. Yeah, yeah, you'll hang out. As a it, we, we hang that out one, a I, I imagine it would be quite I'm successful his big to brother put that as a big brother, as little, a cri- you know, yeah. a criteria for the job application itself. You know, as in, what is your real age? And you're like, thirty-two. What is your what soul's is your inner, age? What is your inner child's age? You'd be like six. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're Excellent. in. Mm. Yeah, that just made I mean, me think. Like, I've never really like thought about that, other than like, oh yeah, you know, it's good for you know the kids to have jobs and whatnot. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I wouldn't. Dude, I used to work. My first job was at the ballpark, at the concession stand. Uh huh. My friends would come by and be like, Yo, what do you trying to get for free? free? Yeah, exactly. See what Ms. I'm saying? Miss Trammell lost a lot of money because of me. Yeah. Think fact. about that. Think Sorry, Miss Trammell, if you're listening. Quite like the idea of having a like for there to for a job to have an inner child criteria that you have to put both ages down, you know, because then you can have bulwarks. You can be like, you we're looking for people over the age of forty, but with an inner child range of seven to twelve. Yep. You know what I mean? As mm. in, or you could be like people with an inner child of of teenage years. It can it can apply. You know, there's mm. all sorts of jobs. It'd be like, yeah, we need someone who inside is still a bit of a teenager. We, need, we don't want to actually want a teenager. Yeah, we need eight years' experience as being an adult with thirteen-year-old yeah. inner child. <laughs> yeah, eight years' experience of adulting required, mm-hmm. but internal dynamics of feckless teenagerdom very important. Yep. For when mm. you apply for this guitar shop position. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that that works the opposite. It's like, oh, you're thirty. What's your inner child? Sixty-seven. You're hired. Do you think all the young kids don't know anything about music? Why, yes, I do. You got a job. Yeah. <laughs> when I say oh, young people, good. what you do you like, do? What's, what your, do you say? what's your inner age? Just could be the general criteria, maybe. Yeah. You know. Mm. I'm saying people with the inner life of a seventy-two-year-old uh, need only apply. Yep. For this, for this accountancy position. <laughs> when do, you I say, any, do you have any Werther's originals in your pocket? Uh-huh. Yeah. You got it. How many You've do you have? That's your salary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you brought a whole bag? <laughs> Looks like you're an executive officer. Yep. Welcome. Yeah, it's like, I want to apply for a seminary to become a priest. In her age of 250, only applicable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I only have one, but it's out of the wrapper and in my pocket. Wow, that was the trick right answer. You're the oldest person on the planet. <laughs> Name your salary. You put it in a different wrapper. <laughs> yeah. It's in a Hall's wrapper. <laughs> I, have, I, have one, I have one, but it's half finished. I put it back in the wrapper and I, in my pocket. Like, I saved it. Oh, you are from the I saved depression. it because I didn't know when, it was gonna, when I was going to get another one. Yeah. My my friend, <laughs> welcome. Oh, oh, Werther's, dude. Dude, Werther's originals are great. They man. are. My granddad, Daddy Dick, God rest his soul, used to have That's a drawer. That's interesting to me, man. I, huh? I said I didn't know that Werther's original were transposed over to the United States, and so because it's exactly the same oh, in the dude. UK. They're known as since um, 1927. Yeah, or whenever. It's like as old as old people's sweets. You know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. My my granddad used to have a drawer in the top of his dresser that was just. Lemon drops, Werther's, mostly lemon drops, Werther's, 
He would get one box every year of chocolate-covered cherries. Mm-hmm. That lasted all year because he yep. thought they were very fancy. And then the rest Tremendous. of it was his shoe polish. All uh-huh. in the same drawer. Yeah, that makes sense. Get a little bit all all mixed up. Uh-huh. He'd, he'd uh, say, go on over and get you, in, uh, get you a sweet. And you'd go into his shoe, bo- his shoe polishing drawer yep. and get pick a Werther's Original. But if you ate the chocolate-covered cherry, you can get an ass whooping. What's crazy, though, is the... Uh, it's like a total like that's a very specifically old man candy, mm-hmm. because the grandmother candy are those little white sk- tic tacs. W- that white tic tacs, yeah, white tic vanilla tic tacs, yep. and the uh, strawberry candies that oh, have yes. like goo in the middle uh-huh. that are wrapped like in a, a strawberry, strawberry foil. Hundred yes. percent. Is that a thing that you have in in Britain, Hal? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Although it's funny, the first thing I think of, I'm thinking of my all my grandparents now. Um, only my step grand is still around, bless her, and um, but. Um, my, I, I can't really say it's sweets or like candy is not the first thing that springs to mind actually funny enough I remember it always used to be like what my grandpa my, or my dad's my dad's dad used to call fizzy pop which <laughs> would be oh, like yeah. a fizzy drink he used so to be his, my, like, that was his that'd be like a real thing like he'd be like want a glass of fizzy pop and he'd be like fizzy pop and uh <laughs> And um, and that would be it. Wouldn't be a Coke though, or a lemonade. It'd be this extraordinarily old school, weird British fizzy drink, which is called. And are you ready for this? Because it literally sounds like a magic potion. <laughs> it's called dandelion and burdock. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, they, a, they've only ever made one. Is, Merlin guys, made one is, batch of that. That's <laughs> that that literally a thing. Like dandelion and burdock is like some weird fizzy flavored drink that i think you used to be able to buy in the 50s and would st- was still lurking around in the 80s or whatever I was it's not it's not person. still around now it might well be actually but i think i'm gonna do a like, hunt i'm, I'm gonna I be suspect, in the I suspect, uk i suspect dandelion and burdock is something that is probably now made by sort of like hipster artisanal fizzy pop makers oh yeah there's a and they probably produce it and they probably blow their own glasses you know out of their beards Oh yeah, their ass, their ass beards, you know. And um, there, there's a place and, uh, in uh, in Nashville that makes, you know, has makes their own sodas. It's oh, at, yeah. at a burger joint called the Pharmacy. I don't know if you've ever been there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what they Nash, call them phosphates, yeah. uh, yeah. which is like they're they're fine. I've yeah. I've had them, uh, but it just it mainly just makes me very irritated <laughs> that it's just like an old time. Like it's you know it's the most. It's this, like a, a 28 year old with a curly mustache. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, one of those like mm-hmm. leather work aprons oh, yes. and like suspenders and like mm-hmm. a canvas shirt mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. canvas mm-hmm. pants and canvas yes. underwear and canvas yes. socks. And oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> All of this. I know, everything's him. I know him well. Everything's canvas. Uh, and yeah, it's like the yeah, old, it's like the old there, school like, drugs, and they they look like the people who work behind the desk in, or like the counter in the old school drugstores, you know, yeah. that, you yeah. to, that you'd see in the 30s. You know, they would have like a soda fountain. But would also sell you drugs. No, they look like somebody who would work in a soda parlor in like the 1800s. Because like yeah. you're in the 30s. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like that is that's a thing of nostalgia that isn't hip right now. Like if you're if you want to have a soda fountain, then you need to be wearing like uh-huh. a striped smock, white like, white shirt, white paper hat. Yeah, with like red stripes on it, mm-hmm. and like pulling uh pulling you know your soda fountain levers right. and serving up Sundays to only white not. kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got. I mean, I'm just saying. You have to be a hundred percent period correct. If you're trying to do it, that's it. Uh, so my my grandparents did the same thing. It would, but they called it cold drink. Yeah, uh-huh. they would be like, "Oh, go in the refrigerator to get you a cold drink," and that only means like Coke, Sprite, like a you know, yeah, pop, fi- pop, you know, get you a cold drink. Soda. 
Uh, dude, I that for when you, what you just said reminded me of like, what if it became like, uh. You know, to not just be like to be like that level of hipster, to not just be like imp- you know like uh, accidentally Im- or implicitly racist, but it's just like you take on that full persona. Like, no, yeah. I'm really going 1800 style. <laughs> I'm actually like I'm very concerned about Chinese immigration. Uh-huh. Like, you just get really into you just like old, like all of a sudden you're like, like reading a page or like writing in your journal. Like, there's too many Chinese and Irish coming into this country. <laughs> you're just like. Dude, what? He's like, I don't know, man. This is what I've they thought in 1885. Of, I've and noticed I, uh, a lot of Polish people in the neighborhood lately, and yep. I don't like the way this country's going. Yeah. Okay? You just start getting 1885 politics. Uh-huh. Uh, daggum carpetbaggers all over the place. That's right. Scallywags. Scallywags. Oh, we lost Hal. He must be uh, ordering coffee. We're going to take a short break, and then uh, we will get him back. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. Ctmobile.com. And we're back. How old has your Americano? Oh, it's... you so uh, look, rudely hung up on us for. Just kidding. Oh, I, uh, I, uh, it's looking very good. It's looking very good. Um, I'm finally settling somewhere a little bit quieter. Ooh. Uh, so let's yes. get to the real reason why we sent you to uh, London. Uh, we wanted you to report on the front lines of uh, all things uh, British and mm. uh, Brexit-related, Megxit-related. What's the temperature like there? Have you been interviewing the, the locals? Um, I have a little bit. Um, I would say that there seems to be like an overwhelming temperament of just like people not wanting to even engage. I think that's probably the best way to put it over it but mm. but 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 there's yeah over it do you know what i mean like a profound sense of over it so i think is probably the best way to think about it but um but also there's some like hilarious nonsense kicking up as there always is in like the alternative universe of the cyber webs but um uh but there's there's the one really funny story i mean it is funny just because it's so absurd is that the um in some like jingoistic moment of like absolutely unnecessary expenditure the government was like we're going to have a new coin to celebrate brexit <laughs> what wow. you know is it going to literally okay, so is it like going to be a commemorative coin or is yeah it, like uh, well there's already it's the 50 is it going to circulate it's going to be the 50 pence coin so you can which will it. which already exists which is kind of shaped like a five-sided coin i think it's like you know um but they already the 50p already exists, so there's going to be in a commemorative 50p coin, which is going to circulate. Okay, has, so it will circulate. Yeah, that has a message on the back of it about Brexit, and obviously a lot of people who are anti-Brexit are just like fuck this shit, uh-huh. <laughs> basically. You know? See, I'm people have been, like... and people people have been scrawling on them, you know, like and pro-EU messages on like with black marker pen. Oh, have they already uh, have they already been circulating these fifty pence coins? I think so. I'm not hundred percent sure. I haven't been like following the memes. You know, I'm not like scrolling through it, but I just noticed it and it made me chuckle because it's so ridiculous. It almost like sums it up in a nutshell. You know, in terms of like the, the 
you know, the people who are pro-Brexit have that sort of very, very sort of jingoistic flavour, nationalistic, triumphalist flavour anyway, you know. And so it's, it feels like the absolute epitome of, why they, of what they're after, you know, and um, or how they like to think about it is what I mean. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, And also the sort of petty nature of the squabbling from both sides is kind of indicative of this sort of another thing where they're just, you know, people are literally just being like, fuck this. And you're like, come on, man, I really don't know who cares. You know, Jesus Christ, it's pieces of money, you know, uh, but, and there's a certain amount of like absolutely inane over analysis going on about it, of course. <laughs> but the funniest thing about it is from writers, which is there's a message, the message on the coin says, in fact, I think it's something that is adapted from the Declaration of Independence, which is even stranger. Huh. Does it so say peace, prosperity, is... and friendship with all nations? Exactly. There you are. Wow. So Wait. have you just look, you looked it up? Peace, prosperity, yeah. and friendship with all nations. Is that exactly what it says? Um, That's what it seems to say. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. So, and um, I'm just making, I'm trying to figure out which one is like, because there's like funny ones. Uh, no, also, no, no, no. That aren't you know like, it, but so. that seems to be the yeah. one that is. Yeah. I'm just trying to make exactly. sure that this is. Yeah, this is from Bloomberg, so this this feels. Uh, yeah, yeah so accurate. that's definitely it. But what's very entertaining is like, there's one with Queen Elizabeth with her f- hand over her face, uh, <laughs> like that's a, which is a fake one, uh, like in in embarrassment. But the the one of the big things that's kicked, as in the the ridiculous debate that has um, kicked off, is that uh, according to um, uh, some people they consider the Brexit court the there's been a bad use of grammar on that phrase. <laughs> Let's see. Right? People are saying there needs to be an Oxford comma after prosperity. So at the moment it goes peace, comma, prosperity, prosperity. and friendship with all nations. Where a bunch of writers are just like, dudes, there needs to be a comma after prosperity. It needs to be peace, prosperity, and friendship with all nations. And like there are genuinely people who are like boycott this coin because they have missed out an Oxford comma. Let me just... Or let me, I've say, got a, or I've a word thought. from Ezra Koenig. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about an Oxford, Oxford comma? comma. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 uh, exactly, but I have exactly. a thought on that. So I mean, that's, I, that's what I mean. That's why. That's what's so hilarious about it. Is they're literally going, you must boycott... They must, these idiots, these ignoramuses who have brought us to this state of natural, national disaster can't even get their grammar right. This is indicative of the whole thing. And you're like, it's probably not indicative of the whole thing. It's probably just some guy in the Royal Mint who printed out the phrase, probably copied and pasted the phrase from some document he got sent. Yeah. Do you know what yep. I mean? It's so like, I, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm pro EU. I, I, I'm not, I wasn't keen on Brexit happening. And well, we talked about this before, but at the end of the day, something like this yeah, is not just everything like, is a sign. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like not everything is a sign. You're a bit like, this is probably just some dude who got but, sent something and he put it into the design. And, you know, it's like. That is maybe thing. there should be maybe there should be an Oxford comma. Do we? Does anyone care? I don't. I don't care. I'm not going to care less. Yeah, there's there's definitely a thing, and I, I tend to be on the the political side of the person who will make this type of comment, and I find this comment very annoying because it's just a petty thing. But like when people are on, you know, having a Facebook argument or something, and like the reply, you know, some like Republican will write something, right? And it'll be them rambling about their point on guns or whatever the thing is. And then the only response that would be like, yeah, nice grammar should have been U Y O U apostrophe R E or whatever. I'm like, or they'll just, they won't even uh, comment anything but just the word corrected. Yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, man, like that doesn't really like, yes, I I hate, sure, but it's like, it's stupid. Like, you didn't make a point. No one likes you. Well, and it's it's just like, we're talking on, like, this isn't a legal document where you're having a, a Facebook argument that, 
fifty people maybe are seeing. Yeah. And if that's if that's it's just a way to belittle the person you're arguing. And I tend to be in agreement on the point with the person who will do that commenting. Yeah. But I'm, it's I'm always like, just argue like the point, not yeah, dude. Uh, it's actually T H E I R. And then they're like, like, oh, because you corrected my my grammar on Facebook. Now I'm a liberal. Oh, I guess that means I don't know that much about it as, as things as I did before. Like no one ever has thought that, man. No one's that ever drives me once so crazy. It just it's so that. petty it just, and it's and if honestly it's lazy. It's like you're going to have an just, argument with somebody about something, you know, that whether it's a good thing or bad, whatever, it's like these are complicated issues. The reason people believe what they believe is complex more times than not. Yeah. And your only response to that on something that you think is worth fighting about politically is just going to be to correct a commonly misused bit of grammar. Like, yeah. Shut up. Like, you're just shut being petty. Up. You're just being petty just to be an asshole. And lazy yeah. to the thing that you claim to care about. Yes, exactly. Like,. Oh, that drives me. And yeah, so, like, yeah. so that, well, and that peace and prosperity reason, thing makes is the same point. If it's the like, reason why you're doing that is because you don't think you can change that person's mind, then just don't say anything. Yeah, then, but, it's, but it's not that. It's they want to embarrass them. Yeah. and win whatever that, winning uh, means. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's don't not saying anything just, don't cost you a thing. <laughs> right. But also, like this whole thing is like indicative of. It just makes me think. It's another of those things in terms of like the modern era, and like we've talked about social media a million times. But you know, it's one of these things you look at and you go, "In previous times, they just would have released the coin, and it might have been on a newspaper, and you might have been a bit annoyed about it. But you literally just wouldn't have had. You just would have been like, whatever, because I don't have the means. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just would have been like, meh. It's just <laughs> a know? coin. And then, yeah, and it's then a you coin. You're like, you just would have gone with your day. And it's I mean? also. It it's might have also, aggravated you. You might have been really annoyed about the Oxford comma, but intrinsically, deep down, you just your mind wouldn't have been in a situation where you're like, "I'm going to write a letter." But you know? that, that's <laughs> assuming like, that the person the minting this thing doesn't care. And it's like, well, what if they were like, "Yeah, I know there should be commas, but it doesn't look good on a coin, so I'm yeah. not going to do it." Like, there's a lot of reasons for things to be done. And again, I, I'm with you, Hal. I'm not support, but like, but the grammar has nothing to do with supporting or or disagreeing <laughs> with Brexit. It's just like. The grammar. This doesn't. This isn't important. Like, if this mm-hmm. was a legal document, or this was a bill, or this was something where the grammar could actually change the meaning of the thing, mm-hmm. sure. Let's let's nitpick something like that. That's really yeah, and important and, because and, bad grammar can and, make something mean something different. Yeah, and not only, this only that. Is a cool not only that. The thing that makes the thing that made it even more. But if you're even just going to pay attention to actually the details of what's being said, is that I'm cynical about the government. I'm cynical about the people who direct it as much as the next person. You know, but. Yeah. The thing is, but the message that's on the coin, to be fair to them, you know, you might want to say it's cynical. I don't. It doesn't really matter. But one, you probably don't know. But the press, the actual, the message on the coin is one of saying, "Hey, despite all this, let's be friends." You know, like, like, you know, assuming you believe them on that or whatever. Prosperity, yeah, I know. I mean, but you can be in this position of like, yeah, they don't mean it. Yeah, and you're like, well, I mean, that may be true, but you know, you. I don't know if you can say that for sure. But yeah. Well, you can't. Even if it is that it true, but the message they have chosen seems to be that one. There's so few then to be like, fuck you, the karma just seems even crazier. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a thing that, like, if it wasn't such a big thing on social media, yeah, I wouldn't care. But, like, yeah, I mean, whatever, put commas or whatever. But, like, I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, if your only thing is to comment on the grammar on something that is not. The, the commas don't matter 
Yeah. You're just like looking for any reason to dunk on somebody. Yeah. And it's like, I don't care, man. I don't it's know. Like, I'm like, smarter than you because I know how to use commas. And it's like, well, that person probably does too. Cool. <laughs> like, in, I don't it, care. It doesn't matter. Like, anyways, I don't know. That that thing is just such. Ooh, that gets out into my skin in a big way. Mm. Little John, little John, he always the, tells the truth. That's right. You know? <laughs> yep. There is, there's, there's the update, guys. That is the update for you. Commas. Mm. That is the that is the nature of the. Um, this is where Des Moines United Kingdom, and it's and it's internal deep profound psychic conflict with the prospect of chlorinated chicken. This is where it's got us. Chlorinated, chlorinated chicken. chicken and commas, man. Mm. Chlorinated chicken and Oxford commas. Do you feel eating the food in America uh, for as long as you have has affected you in some type of way? Yeah, I get fatter every time I'm there. Yeah, well. Oh, I was we hoping go. you were going to say strong. Yeah, strong. <laughs> no, fat. And free. No, dude, you should just, I'm tra- you're, you're scaring the British listeners, man. Just Our food is good. Eat our food. Buy our, buy our things. You'll get strong and get be free. Freedom. Strong, strong and Freedom free. chicken. Strong and free. <laughs> Chicken, the taste, the taste of freedom. Freedom right. fries, freedom chicken, yep. freedom, freedom Coca Cola, all that stuff. Uh, speaking of writing on uh, small objects, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt went to an Oscars luncheon, like a nomination luncheon uh, this week, and uh, wore a name tag, which I find hilarious. Uh, Did he? Yes. <laughs> like, Hi, my name is Brad Pitt. And it just said Brad Pitt on it? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Everybody had a name tag there, you know, because yeah. it's like a thing. That's but it's great. just like, it's just funny to see a photo of Brad Pitt talking to somebody with a name tag that just says Brad Pitt on it. <laughs> Hold on. I, so I know we need to. Hi, I'm Brad Pitt. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the name tag, but if you didn't read the name tag, I'm Brad Pitt. Nice to meet you. Oh, I love that. That's uh, a, that. that that reminds me of like uh, this is a bit of a side joke, but it reminds me of something in there's a golf club outside of the village in Wales, right? And it's um and, and it's a very small golf club and it's a links course by the sea. And they have this picture on the wall, and the picture on the wall is from the fifties, and in said picture is Gregory Peck, you know, uh-huh. himself, the yeah. Hollywood star. And Gregory Peck came to that golf course in the 50s and played a round of golf because he was filming Moby Dick, directed by John Houston, not far away in West Wales. But it's, underneath it, there's, a, there's four of them in the picture. Gregory Peck's in the middle, and there's a, like, a portly-looking man on one edge. There's a sort of middle-aged woman in the middle, Gregory Peck, and then another young woman next to Gregory Peck. And under the portly-looking man, it says something like, you know, Jim Davis, Newport golf professional. <laughs> Uh-huh. And and then under the middle-aged woman, it gets some. It says something like Susan Jones, Newport Golf Club ladies captain. Then under Gregory Peck, it goes Gregory Peck, movie star. <laughs> <laughs> Not actor, movie star. Movie star. Hollywood, so, Hollywood movie star goes Gregory Peck. Hollywood Gregory movie Peck, star. Atticus and then Finch. Next, next, <laughs> and then and then and then next to him, there's this woman, this young woman standing next to him, looking like really cool. She's like really kitted out with like fucking some really neat fifties golfing threads, you know. And she's there looking like cool as shit. And under her, it just says assistant to Mister Peck. Yes. <laughs> Not her name. She doesn't I, have a name. She doesn't have a name tag. She's Peck Peck assistant. Before we. <laughs> yeah, Peck. Assistant, and to be honest, she looks like the most interesting person in the photo. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. you so, know, it's one of those moments where you go, uh, patriarchy, I guess. But yeah. um, 
But it, I don't know why that, that reminded me of that story, but it did. You well, know, un- unnecessary name tags. Before before we wrap, uh, this connected like you know famous people having to like say who they are. I think is very funny. Uh, and so when I was working at Matt's, this guy Gary Lucas, who he was the guitar player for Captain Beefheart back in the day, and then he was uh, he, he played with um, and used to co-write with uh, who famously did Hallelujah, Jeff Be- uh, Jeff uh, no oh gosh what's his name Jeff Buckley he, Jeff Buckley uh, he used to play with him so like Gary Lucas is one of those guys who's like been in the thing for a very long time and he's uh-huh. done some really cool stuff. But he thinks he's like, I mean, he's a crazy old man yeah. who's stoned all the time. And he also thinks he's just like a full-blown rock star. Everyone should know who he is at all times. Right? Yeah. That's Gary Lucas. He's a nice fella, but he's also in, a little insane. And uh, so Gary came around the guitar shop a lot. And we would, we'd hang out with Gary. And he was, a, he was a butt of a lot of jokes. You know, friendly jokes. But um, he, he <laughs> so one day Johnny Depp is, is at the guitar shop, right? Mm-hmm. We were hanging out with Johnny. He was in there for probably two or three hours. Really nice guy. Spending a lot of time with him. Gary Lucas comes in, and one of my coworkers, Zeke, uh, goes up to Gary. He's like, "Oh, he's like, Gary, uh, you should meet, you should meet my friend Johnny." <clears throat> and uh, oh no, I'm sorry. He goes, "Johnny, you should meet Gary." That was how it goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Gary just turns. He's you know he's this old man. He's wearing a pink felt hat that he wears every day, like a fedora. Uh-huh. He walks around kind of like a. a uh, ter- uh, triceratops, or no, what, Tyrannosaurus, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Rex, like his arms kind of pinched arms, in, yeah. and he just goes, "Hi, I'm Gary Lucas, and you are, <laughs> and you are <laughs> to Johnny Depp." Like, and Zeke just looks at Gary and goes, "Gary, it's Johnny Depp," and he goes, "Never heard of him." <laughs> <laughs> That's the most New York thing that has like happened in the past five years. Well, for sure. What was awesome was like I I genuinely believe. Are you believed sure him. you never heard of him? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just don't. He, I'm no, no, not no, positive. No, no, no. I believe that he, he believed blind? that. Yeah. No, no, he's crazy. Yeah. I believe that in his mind he was like, I don't know who this guy is, and uh-huh. then you could have been like. And then he could, I think he could have realized, oh, I know who that you know, is, of course. You know, from 25% of the movie posters that you've seen around the city for the past 15 years. Yeah, but he's not Gary. <laughs> so it just doesn't matter. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not a poster of me. He, yeah, he's Gary. like, were you in Beefheart? No? Don't know you. You know, like, he just, and you are. The greatest, easily the coolest thing you can say to Johnny Depp. No question about it. At least the funniest. And you Johnny are. Depp should have had a name tag on. That would have helped. True. That's why Brad Pitt's wearing his. Uh, well, how we know we got to let you go and uh, interview the rest of <coughs> the city of London. I must roll. Uh, this has been a short episode of the Fire Escape today, uh, but I like to think still well packed. Uh, we didn't, you know, discuss all the news of the week, but other people have other talked people about are, that. So, and now that we come out on Fridays, I feel like you know we just want you to chill, man. Just That's have right. a have a That's right. A, a f- Freaky Fire Escape Friday. You're all full sponges of news, and we're just trying to squeeze you out. Yeah, we're ringing you out. We need to, we need the important stuff like Brad Pitt wearing a name tag and yes, all that all that junk. Uh, Brexit coins. Pick up your commemorative Brexit coins. Yeah, and put put your own. If you really feel strongly about it, you can take a Dremel tool and carve an Oxford comma onto it if you so please. Uh, we have been the Fire Escape. Thanks for listening, y'all. You can find us at Firescape Pod on all the social medias. Email us, firescapepod at gmail.com. You can find me at Culture Levi on all the social medias. You can find me on the Instagram, buttermilk underscore Pete. 
And you can find Howl at the Royal Mint, fixing every corn by hand. Yeah. <laughs> Roll. Rule. Fight. Rule. Alright, dude, go to that. The days are getting shorter, and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit. Four plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.